Guys, I'm depressed. <laughs> How come? Um, I spent all day yesterday looking for my gas mask. <laughs> you couldn't find Did it? Did you find it? I couldn't. So when the tear gas comes, I'm going to have to stay inside. <laughs> you mean you can't go throw rocks in the street? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You mean one ounce rifled rocks right. out of the 18-inch <clears throat> fully legal? Uh, anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe we should start over. Start. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I think it works. Everybody probably went, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag me too means something yeah, it's, totally it's different now. From 2019 if, to 2020, it's flipped quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can start doing that. Like people like, I have a deep lung cough. Hashtag me too. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. It's If it's deep, you're okay. Shallow is what you want to, you know, shallow and dry. You know, speaking of Me Too, <laughs> Which is apparently for a lot of things, but <laughs> apparently they found a direct link from Harvey Weinstein to Jeffrey Epstein. There's no way that's true. You're just saying that. No, that literally was an article. Are you serious? Yeah, no, that that, that was an article today. Wait, wait, wait. Like, Alex Jones just got deplatformed. How did you how did you read that? <laughs> <laughs> how did you read that article? <laughs> Deep state. <laughs> Was Epstein the first person to have the coronavirus? <laughs> I mean, he imagined probably got some choke while he was killing himself. <laughs> His throat so probably, probably hurt a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he got a sore throat. I got scratchy. Uh, <clears throat> but one, uh, Harvey has coronavirus. That's supposedly, true. that's yeah. allegedly true. He really. I thought he just wanted to get out or something. Like that was what you did these days to like, oh, I'm, I'm worried about it or I have it. Or R. Kelly was worried I, about it. He wanted to get out of jail because he was worried about coronavirus. He was worried about COVID-19, but he's only got to worry about COVID-15. Oh, <laughs> there it is. There. I was, was going to say. I just butchered that meme, but we all get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nailed I, it. I know some people think that he tried to get, uh, Weinstein tried to get coronavirus on purpose so he couldn't go into general population oh, right. where you know he might not have had the best of times or maybe he would have he might have had a great time i don't know what he i don't it, know his it, thing yeah i mean <laughs> isn't that kind of like public torture like what we're doing like we're enjoying this guy suffering i'm not saying i'm against it i'm like i thought you meant quarantine oh no that's not suffering that's I, I, people that are i don't it's not I don't see it as a bad thing. Like I, that, staying at home is not that big of a deal. If you're bored, like eh, it points to a couple things. Can't disagree uh, with that statement, but I do think that if you know certain people are, you know, being compelled to stay at home, and therefore they're going to default on the mortgage, aren't we going to go back to two thousand eight? <laughs> Well, um, I mean, I'm now being kind of facetious, but just to say that, you know, I think people receive that that sentence, if you will, mm -hmm. um, differently. Uh, so I, I have a couple of things. 
a I think it's really weird how we're uh, enforcing something beyond what it's actually useful for. Like the stay home thing it means isolate and don't go around other people. You're talking about the spirit of the order, not the actual letter of it. Right. See, I, I feel the same way about stop signs. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. And it, because you're a responsibility, your acknowledgement of them will always be there. Yeah. But in a safe environment, you'll realize that the rule doesn't need to exist. As long as I make sure it's safe to proceed yeah. before proceeding, I do believe I'm so adhering the, to the spirit the, of the, the law. The, the, the article the letter. The article detailing the Instagram influencer who gives a shit what her name is, but she it lives in New York. Yeah. She rented an RV with her family, and they left New York to go into the woods or go camping. Go, go into, somewhere. Yeah, go oh, wet, head west. Yeah. from a super densely populated area. Yeah, so people Where are they may angry have, at um, her for this. They were mad? They're very angry. Everybody's so... Because she's... Even even public health officials are, are saying that that's irresponsible because she's not um, abiding by the rule, which is to stay in your home. She just rented she, a new home. I know that... that I, <laughs> I see it exactly <laughs> like that. And I say that actually she's going above and beyond by not putting herself at risk and other people at risk if she was to have it. Right. In fact, she's removing herself completely from an environment that is more populated and more at risk. Uh, yeah. So people's common sense has gone out the fucking window, which really bothers me. And also the fact that we're holding up these arbitrary... We don't know that much about it. So th there's these cultural enforcements of things that just don't make any sense anyway. Like the the story in Maine where the guy uh, was suspected as having COVID-19 and his neighbors by gunpoint cut down a tree and blocked him into his own house. Even though they had been, let's see, yes, they did have out-of-state plates. They were visiting an island in Maine from New Jersey. Oh, that's right. okay. They had been there for a month already. Yeah. Doing some contract construction work, group of guys, and uh, people saw the out-of-state play. It's just like that shit, oh, hey, you're from out of town, uh, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Like, you must be, you need to stay inside, and we're going to um, not use one of our trees. We're going <laughs> to cut down your tree to keep, you know, how, whatever. How close like, was I, this gaggle of people cutting a tree down? Because I feel like that's more... Harmful <laughs> to like, or more against what we're supposed to be doing than the people in that house. That Same in the house. So I, I mean, I, I totally agree. Like that is, like how are these people. What are they going to yell at you? Hey, let's cut down the tree. But like one at a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah you take yeah. The turn, ten feet over like, there. Yeah. First of all, fuck what? all of these people that can't think for themselves. They're saying the the authorities are saying that thinking for yourself is actually really dangerous right now, which in itself is fucking dangerous to not have people think for themselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've seen where people not thinking for themselves has gotten us. It's gotten us right here because people weren't thinking for themselves and going outside and going to beaches and partying. Yeah. And now we're to a point where this is happening. We've also had the government think for us on nutritional concepts, on <laughs> dietary guidelines. On uh, only if, Only after they were bribed, though. <laughs> oh, excuse me, lobbied. Sure. I'm, I'm sorry, I get so confused sometimes. So at what point are we going to take, like, the whole mask thing, and I, I raised this last week when, I, I think it was on the podcast, when I was like, 
why are they saying masks don't work, but they're saying save them for health workers? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> I know you want my mask that I bought two months ago when yeah. we flew to Australia because we were already aware of what was going on. And we're like, oh, I'm going to get a mask because I was under the impression that spitting things out of your mouth while even you're talking or whatever spreads disease. In close proximity to others. Not, yeah. not just this particular disease, but mm. also the... The common cold, mm. um, the flu, everything. I'm guessing, y- y- yeah, huh? Fluids, treat all fluids as if they were infected. And so the latest statistic really go wrong, but you also never leave your home. <laughs> the latest statistic on the mask is that if they wouldn't have warned people not to use the mask, that mm-hmm. they could have flattened this curve by fifty percent just by everybody making homemade masks. If you wear a scarf, if you wear anything. It helps protect against the spread of how this virus works. I cannot yeah. wait to go into stores from now on with a fucking bandana on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ski mask and with the mouth open. <laughs> so, but but that a mask yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. How about? Yeah, I'm I'm good with bandana, Ray-Ban aviators, a hood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is this is starting to get really familiar. <laughs> Do you have some kind of manifesto? Uh, <laughs> um, it's lengthy. I'm trying to shorten it, you know, to get it down to more concise 180 characters or <laughs> Um, you know, I'd be I'd be good with 280 actually, but nice. um what I'm thinking of trying to do is um make something a little more explosive, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Something that really packs a punch. Something that really packs a punch. Make Something a, that can be, you know, distributed by mail. Yeah. Um, Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. What do hey, you, NASA, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. Or whatever, NSA, not NASA. Yeah. Because they're now listening. So I had, um, when our friend from Vail Solutions posted the thing about, uh, Florida has put up roadblocks to question travelers attempting mm, to cross yeah. borders. Fannin County Sheriff is threatening $1,000 fines for coming into town if you're from out of the area, even if you own property. Rhode Island is hunting New Yorkers who might be traveling and threatening fines. They were actually sending the National Guard from house to house doing some contact tracing about people who might have come up from New York and got the great state of Rhode Island in trouble. Um, curfews put in place and paperwork is needed for travel in places all over the country. And... Uh, um, which is pretty interesting, and so you know, I I uh, I did a little repost of that, and and our um, our dear friend Chris said, "Hey, you think we're f- we're facing martial law?" Um, and uh, the the best part is that he spelled martial M A R S H A L L. I'm pretty sure Chris is way smarter than that, so it's um, so Probably it's auto it's autocorrect. So I. I sent him back. A presidential nominee made the same mistake. So ah, interesting. <laughs> so I could argue I, seeing a president making the same mistake as well. <laughs> but um, he, yeah, that's so when Trump comes out and says this was actually my my, my response to Chris was Penny Marshall <laughs> with a wink. Anyway, and but then the follow up to that, you know, you can make a joke, but then you got to get serious. Yeah. It's kind of like this podcast. Right? Yeah, yeah. we got to get serious right now. So what's serious <laughs> to me is. Not yet. I, I I don't believe that we are facing martial law yet. But if behave if the behavior continues and people up the chain believe it would be a good time to go to eleven, mm. so that um, people easily accept seven in the future. Yeah. Then all bets are off. This is how like you overreact with stringent security. 
and then when you back off, you never back the you know you never the, back all the way off. Right. Never never back to to where it originally was, unless you know you have certain documents that upon which the country was founded and that kind of thing um, that that are enforceable and clearly these are not so you know take it to 11 people freak the fuck out back off to seven and there it stays so what's more important personal freedom or this like the protection of people that haven't protected themselves for their entire lifetime wait can you say that yeah in more i want to say personal freedom but sure personal freedom or protecting people who haven't protected their own health for their entire lifetime. Okay, I stick with personal freedom. Here is how hey, I've changed me, can, my idea on this whole thing. I'm saying personal freedom, and in parentheses, vigorously tied to personal responsibility. Yes, uh, because I, I think they go hand in hand. I think personal mm. freedom eventually will lead to personal responsibility. Yeah. If there's no safety net. Yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Uh, so originally, yeah, it's like isolate. Yeah, I understand greater good, sacrifice. And then I see it as companies ask for bailout money and whatever. This is part of the system that I'm just going to have to not get angry about. Yeah. But in the off tone of asking for billions of dollars of bailout money to save their company, they threaten with laying people off if they don't get that. Right? That's the underlining theme. If you yeah. don't do this for us, then we'll do this. Yeah. Meanwhile... So that's extortion. Right. And we're talking <laughs> about we're talking about millions of people that are out of work now, service industry, whatever, who are not working for the greater good, greater good being protecting people who are at risk, which they, might be their they, family members. They actually be. went home yeah. before... Um, like their businesses were before their businesses were bankrupt. Yeah. Right. There was no threat. It's like right. the you know, Fed say, "Hey, we're going to close down these these yeah. these areas, these zones, these businesses where people congregate." Mm -hmm. And they're like, "Oh, I guess I'm out of work." And yep. uh, so I don't get it when a company is asking for a bailout, threatening to lay people off when that's already been the standard right. for the last two ish weeks, at least here. Of Right. So now we have Sorry. this scenario. And I agree. Like the, it, it, I'm confused as to why like this is the threat going on. But meanwhile, you know, you're told to put everything on hold. Just go home. Sit in your, you know, don't leave your house. <laughs> don't do anything. Just sit there. And uh, I believe the, meanwhile, the, the note I made to myself the other day was this. Stay home and pay bills. <laughs> oh yeah, and I, like, what are oh, you supposed God. to do? Like, pay bills? Like, w with what? In which case, like, again, yeah, it's a problem that people have put on themselves by not, you know, conserving their whatever, leveraging themselves too much, and that's part of a, a bigger conversation uh, that we have all the time about debt and being autonomous and getting under that, like, weight. But I also see, like, well, if corporations can threaten things, why can't we? Like, who's at risk? Oh, but we can. But who's really at risk? Like, what's the demographic of the 1% who owns 95% of the world's wealth? Unhealthy old people? They're over 60, for sure. Yeah. They're affluent, which means they're more likely to have diabetes or some blood glucose modifying disease that puts them at risk of COVID-19. Or gout. 
how about you freeze the fucking business the financial system completely so nobody has to worry during this time while everybody sacrifices or we continue to come out in public anyway because fuck you what's congress made out of well that congress is still getting paid they still have fucking health care they still get paychecks why haven't they frozen yeah why why isn't there a you know when people are like you see a, a sports figure mm-hmm. of some kind saying look i just I, i'm trying to get i committed this money i'm trying to get this number of masks delivered to you know the, the state of new york by this time and using their own personal funds mm-hmm. i have yet to see that from any single fucking politician weird yeah. yeah but they're making the rules that are keeping us safe i like the idea of they're the, keeping themselves the, safe me you yeah. and you even even in your elderly age mark yeah. <laughs> But are not necessarily at risk. And, okay, it is a weird virus. I wouldn't necessarily say that about myself. Really? I don't, because it could be some semi-random. You know, in a way, because you start, I mean, yeah, yeah there, there's outliers. Yes, there was the infant that died. Yeah. And yes, there was the under 40 dude that died. And there was the mid-20s person that, you know, whatever. But, and, and generally, yeah, it's going to affect someone who's mm-hmm. unhealthy. But, you know, what is the what is the potential for, you know, long-term damage to the lungs true you know and and in other way and i'm you know i don't know i'm i'm i rode the pendulum because you know i got polarity issues sometimes um that uh, you know first thing was like ah voluntarily get infected right now Mm -hmm. while there's still a hospital bed in case it goes sideways yeah thought crossed my mind too for sure and um was actually having a sort of um text discussion with a guy uh the other day um whose wife works in an er somewhere and he's at home and he, he was at, fir- at first he was just like oh we've got to stay separate and whatever and he's like fuck it i get you know i can't he, he said i can isolate myself but she comes home every day and um and then he just thought you know maybe that is the thing because in the um rural ish area small town where they are um he said yeah there's still the, we've got the technology um, to deal with and there are enough beds right now so maybe I should just get it and get it over with so I went that was my yeah. that was my Mad Max thing was like everybody voluntarily let's find yeah. a fucking donor and go get infected I, however we have to do cough that cough on me yeah <laughs> spit <laughs> in my mouth <laughs> yeah, spit in my mouth I believe is it um, and then uh, um, and and then the, the, the other side of the pendulum was like no I don't really want to get this and deal with it because it is rolling the dice no matter what it is and i think that's the nature of what makes it so precarious is that we can't identify exactly who and how much it affects them so yeah. there is the random like oh you just up and died and you're by all you know sources healthy ish yeah. which doesn't mean anything in the united states because generally oh because healthy means fat yeah i, I guess as long as you're happy about it, you're healthy. No, you're positive. About- <laughs> right, no, we can't positive. even use that word anymore. What is going to happen to the body positive movement right now? Like they just they just made that word like negative. Ooh, I was going to say I think we're losing a lot of them, but I don't know <laughs> if I'm allowed to say that right now. Is that too soon? But um, it's a, because you're kind of being Nostradamus like at this moment. Um, it's not yet too soon, <laughs> right? Yeah, not that. Well, my my biggest uh, question is like somebody's at the uh, front. Oh, is it a package? No. Wow. Does anybody have? Um, take a piece. 
Frank's the garage door is open. All right, I'm just going to sit here and entertain. Well, well, there are um, there's a potential security issue in the building to be resolved. Um, I'll just sit here and entertain. Me and Gus, Gus is just staring at the door. He's not helping out. But uh, I think this is a pretty fascinating time, actually, to be alive. And if we were in a, um, with the organization, if we were in a fistfight with human nature um, before, now, well... I think it's pistols at dawn, so we can stay at least, you know, six to ten feet away from each other. Um, the fist fight is off the uh, off the table. And after a short pause, we are back, and all I can say <laughs> is that must have been really kind of strange for listeners. It was. It, it was strange for me. It, <laughs> I felt totally I, normal. We're in Night South and Third West. <laughs> well, yeah, we are in. Uh, it's true. <laughs> Exactly. It felt normal to me because yeah. to you know be able to just like, oh here, have a firearm, because this is, <laughs> you know, like you know country that I do love, <laughs> for a variety of reasons. All um, right, so it's starting to get weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if if my friend, who doesn't live far from here, mm -hmm. basically the same latitude, but east longitude, not that you know. Mm -hmm. Um, says, uh, <laughs> things are getting sketchy in my neighborhood. I need a bigger gun. Right. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. And, and, you know, when the, there are benefits to having an armed society. Yeah, it's a polite society theory, right? Like, can be. Yeah, and th many would argue against. Of um, course, but that's also because they believe that they are in position of authority to decide for others. Well, that's usually who talks about that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, it is a strange world. I, th this is where I think it's going to go because I say all these things from a position that I'm probably going to be just fine we have never relied on a system to take care of us yeah i've always gone out and done work that i needed to do in order to like make a living whatever that means yeah so the things that i argue for are for when i'm looking at what the majority of people will face because they did not set their life up like we did in which case by intent or by accident right and like yeah. you know they're mailing out checks great what is that function that the function is the government is padding something because they don't want it to fall out the bottom they don't want you know that in general it, it's a good omen but so i was cynically, it's not long lasting cynically in the last episode mm -hmm. i said they're buying votes yeah or trying to buy votes that might have been the episode before yeah um because I can't see how that could possibly be related be related to having a hydration bladder hose up my ass, but um, <laughs> <So, laughs> something. Give up me here. a minute, I'll make it work. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you probably got but, more votes because of that story. Uh, more likes, anyway. Is that kind of like well, a vote? We're going for the twenty twenty two. Okay, it's relatable. <clears throat> it's relatable. Yeah. So, um, I think Michael, you're not going to be VP. I'm going to put you in charge of the Treasury <laughs> slash uh, National Defense. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just because those two things go hand in hand pretty good. At least they're in bed right now. Um, anyway, the, but so I was saying, okay, they're buying votes, but what? The, but I think what is what is happening, and and it's habitually what we do with countries that you know we're trying not to go to war with, is we we bribe. Yeah, we're bribing people to stay inside. Like that, I think is the thing. Is like, hey, if we give you this, will you behave? And then will you, you know, um, what did what did Trump say about the governors? Like, don't talk to them unless they're nice to you, or something. <laughs> it's like that's I, super cool way to do business. Oh, is that when he's talking about Cuomo or whatever? When he was talking about shutting down New York, and the governor was like, "I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about." Um, he and then he was told Pence like that. Don't even speak to that woman from Michigan. Oh, that's right. You know, couldn't refer to her. You know, she right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I, I, I hijacked. Since, no, so that's leadership. Okay. I was say since quarantine has now been extended to the end of April or whatever. Wait, that it, was just aspirational. That um, April fourteenth open for business thing. Uh, yeah. No, I think we're to April thirtieth now. Quote aspirational. I believe is how he <laughs> defended it. So but. I just did, did. We get double the check now. <laughs> no. So this is the weird. So oh, asking no, for no, a friend. Touch your toes. <laughs> I, I can't. I got a bad hamstring. <laughs> You're only getting one check then. Well, so why did they send it out? You say like buying votes. It could be you know padding something. I actually see it as a function of everybody inherently knowing what a future problem is and how to actually fix it. Now I'm going to sound a little bit hippie-ish here, although I am armed to the teeth. Rut row, hippie warrior. <laughs> Nobody has a problem with inheritance. Nobody. Right? Like your dad makes a bunch of money doing something, ripping off a bunch of money. It doesn't matter. He makes a bunch of money, dies, he gives it to you. You usually fuck that up and blow it on a Lamborghini and a bunch of hookers. And then become president. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fair enough. That was a bet, man. <laughs> and, and I actually think that Trump becoming president means he lost the bet. <laughs> so... We we kind of know that. What, well, what, the country lost <clears throat> that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what I think the function of it is, is they realize that we as human beings haven't inherited an efficiency of creating energy or managing energy in a way that allows everybody to live at a certain level. We just have dispersed that wealth to a very minimal percentage of people who have been able to I don't know, claim land as their own, not that that makes any fucking sense whatsoever. This land right here is mine. I said so, originally. And then it got handed down from family generation to family generation to family generation. That's where deep-seated money is. Period. I want to make a really bad joke, but I'm not oh, going to. Okay. Because you, yes, and and then yes some people have worked hard but where does the majority of wealth come from it does it come from a creation to something that humanity uses i.e an iphone a program a thing like a a nuclear device that you know harnesses energy what are the things that the little make, switch that makes the windshield wipers intermittent to, yeah like something like a like something from humanity that allows humans to be more efficient or makes their life easier or whatever a medical device doesn't matter it could be entertainment it could be a video game it could be it's pure creation though and maybe it's creation based off of what other creators have created but sure. it becomes exponential 
Or do most people that have the world's wealth, are they leveraging their wealth off of transactions that happen between other acts of creation, i.e. the stock market, banking, mortgage companies? That's where most the wealth is, is in transactional pirating. Okay. It just like, I don't know. That's where, that's I mean, what someone who's is. super fucking egotistical about what a great, you know, person, generally it's a dude, um, what a great <laughs> man he is, but all he did was, um, earn interest on wealth that he never created. Exactly. Which is where most wealth comes from. It's and money from making money, making money for money. Yes. And I would have to say that, you know, the the vast majority of that, with the exception, let's say of, um, there are a couple of individuals, like, I don't believe that Bill Gates started out with right. the silver spoon. Bezos, maybe, I don't know, mm. but, but those, they actually created something. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, maybe it's derivative, whatever. Um, but the... But I think the um, the smug look down the nose generally comes from someone who hasn't ever done a fucking thing. Yeah. But had a good financial advisor to suggest where they might want to invest the money that they did not make. Right. So even in okay. a, even in a political system that denies that this is fiscally responsible to provide money for the government because the worry is man if the government just pays for you, you won't work, you won't do anything. You'll just sit there and be lazy. Right? That's that's the idea. That that is that is one of the arguments against. Right. And Okay. It, which all data actually goes against. It's a counterpoint to it. They actually find that people become actively more intelligent by an IQ test when their bottom line is covered and they're not worried about it because people are less desperate, so they become more creative. So they actually become more productive. So we're seeing a political uh, party who's fiscally against what they're actually acting on doing something because they know that it fucking works. They know that funding when people are downtrodden will improve the economy. Why the fuck aren't they into UBI? Because then we'd have too much time sitting at home figuring out why the government sucks and then doing something about it. But we would like it creatively. Goes, it goes against but it if you enable somebody like you enable somebody to create more, you improve the wealth overall. So my only issue, I mean, I, I, could, I could easily be convinced of this, mm -hmm. the, of, of the UBI argument for sure. Universal basic income, right? Mm -hmm. Which, let's um, be clear, it's not universal, it's national basic income. Because right. we're not going to fund the whole world. Or the planets beyond our right. atmosphere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, unless we can start mining out there, and then uh, you know all this, bets are off. So it's know. not what the space force is for. <laughs> Did you see their uniforms? No. Uh, no. Are they fucking? It's like fucking woodland camo. I'm just like, <laughs> but wait, you're going into space. There are no trees, as far as I've seen, and I've watched a lot of sci-fi. Yeah. You know, there's. I mean, it didn't work in Afghanistan, so it probably won't work in a similar environment on a different planet. Exactly. They're just like, hey, we got like 
billions of yards of this fabric from the 50s. <laughs> Let's hope I there's could, forests all over the place on Mars. Camel. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, but but uh, so and and I'm just I go down the road of, and I've you know on the UBI thing and I just like okay that does that is not going to help my zero population growth argument because more kids mean more means more money. So I say, and I'm going to go back to Terrence and mm-hmm. his conversation with <clears throat> the fungi. Mm-hmm. Uh, one woman, one child. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously like I'm don't not... have eight. Right. So that you, so that if it, the universal basic I- income or the national basic income is well, let, let's just say it's easier math for me. If we do it at you okay. know thousand dollars a month or whatever, I don't know what the, because I've heard numbers like 1200 or yeah. whatever. Anyway, so let's just say a thousand. Yeah. Um, does that mean that I've got two parents and if there's two parents and eight kids, that that particular household is receiving 10,000 a month? No, that means the adults receive, you you do not get universal basic income until you become a voting age. So the more kids you have, the less far that money. Yes, will go. exactly. Okay. It does not. What we're yeah. What we're doing now is not funding children. Here's the side point. How many people do you know um, who have children? Like fr- close friends of yours that you consider peers or whatever. I mean, percentage wise, fifty fifty, thirty seventy, probably ninety ten is mine. Like only. Probably ten percent of my friends have kids. Yeah, I have like, to go with that. Also, it's, it's just pretty not good. the circle that I run. Are they educated, in. self or otherwise? Yes. So, what happens under universal basic income when they study this is people be educate themselves because they have the freedom to do so. When they become more educated, people have less children. But when they become more educated they question their leaders more frequently and 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 vehemently and as they should i'm just i'm making the counterpoint of why some leaders might be against that i think well there's a lot of leaders against it but mostly so that they can keep what i consider resources of the land contained to a very small percentage of people control yeah yeah it's and, and it's not like I'm not arguing for a communist society or even anything that is, I, I mean, we already have a socialist society, at least for the banking system. Like it, yeah, it, it, every business that is too big to fail is backed up socially. Taxpayers are paying for that. I, I'll argue with you all day about the merits of, you know, um, capitalism and how good it could be. But we don't have a system that actually uses that. That's correct. Like our political system doesn't use that. <clears throat> we defend it until the end of the day. Oh, we're against commies. Oh, the fucking commies. All of this. But our, our- No, but we have this ridiculous system. I mean, I don't want a full-on popularity contest, no. but right now it's just like, all right, throw the fucking... I mean, I'll just be nice and say the, the, the pasta at the wall and see what, you know, whatever yeah. sticks. That's the candidate because I don't... Oh, I said put every candidate that was running into a cruise ship with COVID-19 for a month and yeah. whoever walks out is our leader. Yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't mean he just had the survived coronavirus, but there's fucking Thunderdome in there too. <laughs> yeah, yes. Can we also we make need... that a reality TV show so yeah. we can It's called Running Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well, first of all, I've seen the candidates. There's going to be no fucking running. 
Sure. It'll be the, walking man at best. M- at best. <laughs> man with walker. walker man. <laughs> Buzzsaw. He's in a wheelchair. I don't think the burn's taking a jog anytime soon. Oh, man. He would be Inferno. <laughs> Feel the burn. <laughs> I I I, I, look, look. I can't even remember the characters from that movie. Oh, Only say, that people lost their heads if they got outside I just the wall, right? Wanted to call Buzzsaw AOC for some reason. <laughs> oh, and I don't know why, but it's it just her, seems it's like her it fits. eyeshadow. That's what gets. Oh out. man, I, can can we start over? Can't we? Like, I, I mean, eventually we're going to have to, right? All things topple eventually. But how many people? No, this is a f- thoroughly sustainable system. <laughs> how many people have to die before things actually change is my big question. And then what changes? What I think should change in my limited, uneducated view of this whole system is what we hold as value. What we understand as value is completely uh, placed in the wrong fucking parking lot. I'm not going to disagree with that, but can you elaborate on that? Well, so things like stuff, monetary value, esteem, like um, things that you can buy, your estate, what you're worth. We say like, oh, what's that guy worth? Talking yeah, about all the money that he has like made. his boats and his houses. And that, his... That's a, it's just, um, what are they? It's a really. Oh, him, he's worth minus three quarters of a million dollars. Because none of that shit is paid for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most <laughs> people are in the negative because they're trying to actually make this of the value. But the value should be a. I mean, what you can actually add to the world. Like, do you make it better? What did you add to it? Did you add art? Did you add music? Did Fuck, you we can't add even make technology? that work in a small group, though. Why? Well, like, how I mean, so? Th- think of think of how long it has taken us. To refine the inner circle. Right, but there's still bad incentives. Like the the, the cultural incentives are money. No, and but we can never get away from in, that. In our circle, even even that, and I'm okay. not saying that money is not a yeah. you know, like a, a a thing, but how many people were there to take more than they gave? Mm. And how long did it take to recognize that? And then actually to um, cut that off at the root. Uh, And it's still, I mean, it's like, I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm just saying if, 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 you know, if the, if the nation is, can be represented by these smaller groups mm -hmm. and, and, and the behavior that goes on there, um, then it, it would, there'd be, there'd be a lot of killing. A lot of people have to die. Uh, for it to change? Yeah. Uh, for this system to change? Yeah. I think so. I think like a lot of people, but it, it, death is just like, people dying is just attention. People, It gets their attention, right? Like, uh, that's all you're talking about is like everybody's attention now is looking because they're afraid of dying. It, but they were like two weeks ago, they were complaining about how shitty their life was. Now they want to save it? Yeah. <laughs> well, so here's the- sorry. I finally said it out loud. <laughs> Strange how that works. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I have no idea what I like. I know this, like something can change and something, you know, potentially what I don't get is that this system is obviously the best that we've come up with so far, but it's starting to fail us. So why are we so afraid of trying something different? 
Can I go back like 20 minutes? Yeah. You're going to hand me a gun again? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Well, we'd be breaking the rules with my idea anyway. So, yeah, of course. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> it was a gun. It was a squirt gun. It, it Water. Peas. It was yeah, an emoji. Yeah, yeah. Did you sanitize it, it first? <laughs> <laughs> it barely fit in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Baby clock. Good baby. Yeah, it's a tiny one. So. But it doesn't hurt my ears when it goes off. It's nice. Um, uh, we got social media. We got the power of social media, yeah. which means we can generate a flash mob, right? So I want to go back to your ground up revolution of, hey, politicians, Congress, I got to, you know, I'm going to get as many as infected and otherwise friends as possible and we're going to surround the capitol building Ooh. and there might be thirty thousand of us man and guess what you're gonna fucking stay inside until thunderdome happens <laughs> and take no paycheck no, no. and take no paycheck and because there'd be no way to i mean yeah there is a um I can't remember when it was, but it was something post-World War II when certain individuals were promised, um, was it the Bonus Army that marched on Washington or one of the, mm -hmm. one of the state capitals? I can't remember which. Um, and then they, they got all, you know, some of them got shot and killed because they were asking for what had been promised to them and then not delivered by the government. So, um, so there is a precedent for that. But like if there's <laughs> 30,000, that's just a bit too many. And as long as the will is strong enough... And the social media blast is still like, you know, going strong. Right. Like, we're here, we're unmasked, and we ain't going anywhere <laughs> until you all change. I, I, I mean, it's my rule, it. I, but... I mean, it's con Congress is part of it. My, my big worry, and it's not, I mean, my thought, I should say, because I don't really worry about it, doesn't affect me that much, is that... The people that are doing without now are sacrificing so that some people can, or so that they can like help the nation or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and so they've put their life on hold and the government is going to give them a little bit of money and that will not help towards maybe even 40% of what they will need. Yeah. Not even to mention the other percentage of loss of business or whatever that would. So there's that. And then meanwhile, you have banks and financial industries still making accrued interest and mortgage payment like bills are still due why haven't we like a come together as a nation quote unquote because i think it's a fucking joke and everybody frozen everything the market everything because yeah. then it allows everybody to breathe as one and go okay now i feel okay you know why because they haven't done enough acid <laughs> No, because the kratom is not in the water supply yet, yeah. but because um, <laughs> uh, that cures everything. <laughs> but, um, no, but you know why? Hmm. Because Fox News would fucking go out of business. There'd be nothing to talk about. There'd be nothing to sensationalize. They'd just be like, man, everything's frozen. And Oh, I'm sure they can make should... a story out of that. You, uh, you, you for could, like, but... like three or four days. Yeah. Here's what's going to happen. Is people will go without, lots of people will go bankrupt, lots of people will be like, you know, jobless. The entire industries might crumble. 
And at the end of it, people will wonder what they sacrifice for when people the entire time at the top of the food chain have been making We're still considerably theirs. more money. Yeah. And they're at a better position even after this all ended. Because they had money to buy into the stock market at the bottom. Exactly. And where everybody else got like fucking wiped out. And then what happens when a large percentage of the population realizes the unfairness of it all? Flash mob. The other side that, you know, most people aren't considering, and I only thought about it like recently, was like, we're saving lives, but what happens to all the people that go unchecked for the next three to four months? They have ailing healthcare issues that they can't get checked out. Bumps, lumps, whatever, staph infection, something. They need antibiotics. What happens to all those people that are afraid to go into a hospital or are actually deterred to go into a hospital to get care? Yeah, that lump, that's nothing. Compared to this person over here who needs a ventilator. And right. Would you like to stand here and watch them expire? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, right. are you going to find that love and be like, I'm not going to the hospital? Exactly. For sure. I'll, I'll be fine in a month or two when this is over. And then four months and then later, it's too you're late. not fine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, have we ever gone four months without like health care? As a like, that's never happened. Wait, and nobody's talked about the implications having it available. It. Having it available, right? Yeah. I mean, I have. I mean, I go years without what because you know because <laughs> yes. I take care of myself. It well and for the hashtag, most part, hashtag not affordable. Right. Right. <laughs> it, which is not an argument for nationalizing it, but you know, I don't know. Fuck, I'm going to... It's kind of weird, man. You see how the UK handles this, and it is a different world. Like, it's just different. Well, it's an island. It is. (laughs) And they are... But, like, it's not America. In in, in what sense? In how, like, their national healthcare system completely got supported and ramped up. And, like, they're... I don't even know. They're... Their support for the local system is like 100% supported. Well, that's also potentially, I mean, yes, there's a political mm-hmm. will and, 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 and mechanism underneath, but they also did not send 17.8 tons worth of personal protective equipment to China on February 7th, 2020, as did we, as did Canada. The 17.8 tons is from the United States, but the Canadians apparently also contributed to um, to that Uh uh, situation, um, hoping, I believe, yeah. and this is, you know, to yeah, stop I'm, it there. Yeah, to, to, yeah. to, to um, hold it in place right. there. Um, but then there was, uh, I feel like you read a little bit further down in the article, and they, um, the, uh, the planes went, flew the stuff, mm-hmm. got some politicians and some other people that were oh, in the area and flew them back. So guess what that did? I brought it here. Yes, sir. I mean, maybe as the first, yeah. you know, and that might be tinfoil hat shit, but um, I don't know, www.state.gov. Folks, maybe yeah. you want to go back and look at Pompeo's tweets from early February. I don't I mean, understand don't why. I don't know. I mean, I didn't, maybe I'm just, you know, uh, maybe it's fake news. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm you know. Spreading bad spread, news. Spreading fake news, but. Um, as a it, general, as a just a general comment, yeah. Why is the word conspiracy a pejorative? Well, because you conspired. Yep. You conspired. But what does that and mean? You conspired. It means to plan. It. Yes. 
So why is that negative? And we're told don't be a conspiracy, like don't conspire, don't plan. Can any man afford not to be a conspirator? Um, I. We are listening to <laughs> Eye of the Tiger <laughs> coming through the walls right now. That's why I'm so and motivated. Right now. <laughs> I'm glad we all just stopped and listened to the same thing because yeah. I. I'm just like I just need to tie that rising sun headband on right now and <laughs> around around your nose and mouth. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't. Not the one that says insert here. It goes but, in a, it goes in a different uh, place this decade. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I I um. Well, there's some. That's a piece of language we're not going to be able to walk back because, um, you know, too many sort of conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. um. It, it, and you know movies about that and urban dictionary stuff but you know i'm just wondering i definitely don't have an answer for you nah, damn it. i'm just wondering if like target is out of tinfoil because <laughs> i do want you to need a new hat? hat you know the cone-shaped one is just drawing a little too much attention i was thinking maybe like a flat brim of some kind i could make oh, that would also protect my eyes okay. <laughs> maybe a visor the, Oh, no, because you uh, want to cover the whole head. Yeah, yeah, mind. I mean, def- yeah, definitely yeah. can't. I don't want to make sure it gets directly in by f- like an upside down cone, like a funnel. Right. We'll just direct it to the particular part of my brain that needs <laughs> that needs conspiracy injected into it. Jesus <laughs> or, Christ. Or, you know, bad x-rays or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've got I, f- I feel like I've, I've burned all my political ranting torches. So you talk about Jennifer Lopez and her fifty-year-old body. <laughs> I, so that's where I because it is the fitness podcast. Yeah. I mean, it is the world's worst fitness podcast, and yeah. and, uh, and so. But we do need to we do need a little discussion about um, fitness, which is going to ultimately be about language, I believe. Yeah. So I saw your uh, stories today, but uh-huh. I don't actually know what it was in reference to. Um. Oh. Uh, well, the article is a Wall Street Journal article. And this is recent? Yeah, this is, just got released today. Let me pull up the title of the article just so people can look it up. Um, <laughs> J-Lo. <laughs> um, um, fuck. I don't see it on here right now. Let me look up Wall Street Journal. Um, I think it was Wall Street Journal. So the uh, it's it's an old premise. Um, but it's basically it's it's a premise with which I am quite familiar. Uh, yeah, it's just like the same old thinking of like, is this an impossible body to achieve? And you know the comment. What got me was like the comments before. So this is yeah, Wall Street Journal. What is it called? Uh, I can't see the name of the article. Let me Google it. That might be the easiest way to go. <laughs> Street Journal JLo. <laughs> Did that work? Can women really look like Jennifer Lopez at fifty? The glorification of super fit fifty something stars, including JLo and Jennifer Aniston, as well as a surge in anti aging tech, are putting a formerly sidelined age squarely in the spotlight. But the jury is out on whether the new fifty is inspirational or unachievable. Um. (laughs) 
so I have problems with it kind of all over the place. Um, but the comments are what bother me. The article, whatever, they're just writing an article about yeah, tits and ass as far as... Like, that's all it is. It's just, yeah. like, look Man, at this. Yeah, she looked good in that thing. In that stripper movie, it was really good. Um, Enough? Huh? Different movie. Let's keep going. Oh, uh, what's the... What is it? What was the stripper movie? <laughs> Hustle. Know. Hustlers or something. Yeah, I don't remember. It was really good, actually. Okay. Uh, well, good right. being good for a plane flight, and I was high as fuck. <laughs> that, <laughs> that good. So, um, yeah, at least that's the J-Lo thing. I don't even see what she's doing as an exceptional. It looks totally normal to me. It doesn't look anywhere near remarkable or exceptional to me either. It does. It's just like... Oh, cool. Somebody who is paying attention to herself. Like, I, I actually hey, know. Hey, 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 you guys. Your standards are too high. <laughs> <laughs> is that why I'm single? <laughs> I would uh, I would uh, open uh, that up to anybody listening, but I feel like all our listeners are men. <laughs> no, we have like two or three female listeners. Yeah, but. But it's usually so the only with you, because they're husbands. You. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, in, but I. I, I agree with you that it's like, oh, yeah, she looks normal. She looks like she pays attention and has been paying attention for a while. Yeah, she she looks like somebody that's going to be in front of 50,000 people at a Super Bowl halftime show, and she mm-hmm. doesn't want to embarrass herself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or she wants to, you know, project an aspirational image. Because, what? you know, if April 14th was aspirational. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, um, I, and... And then the arguments, and this is this has come up numerous times in sort of you know fitness training for movie work kind of mm-hmm. stuff is like oh look at those impossible six packs. Well, it was actually eight, you stupid fuck, because you can't <laughs> count. Um, and that's probably you know the reason that you, the reason that you're fat is because you can't count. You know, <laughs> um, or it was hereditary or whatever bullshit excuse you have. Um, turns out you can fix it, uh, but. Like it, and people look and they just go, "That's not achievable." And as you noted today, Michael, in <laughs> one of your Instagram stories, well, if a human being achieved it, which is what you're fucking looking at, um, then it is not unachievable. <laughs> By definition. So please figure out a new word to right. misuse. Uh, yeah, the the what bothers me the most with the comments underneath it going like. And there were like there was nothing but negative commentary about uh, not only the article's timing, which is like what we're not allowed to write anything unless it's coronavirus. Like, well, now this opportunity—if you would all just stay the fuck inside—you have an opportunity to lose weight because ideally you have a limited amount of calories. That was my idea. You know, you know, in in your and time. Yeah. You've got time. So people complained about the time. They said she works out eight hours a day. It doesn't say C10, eat 10, tag 10. It says <laughs> C10, do 10. Maybe C10, lose 10, yeah. keep 10 off. Uh, people, people pointed to the abundance of time she must have, which I think is the exact opposite of what is going on in that specific person's life. She probably so, has less time than anybody reading that article. And she probably doesn't know the article exists. Right. <laughs> But wait, what they're seeing is the enormous amount of time she has spent paying attention to herself. Yeah. 
I mean, she was a fly girl on Living Color. She's been paying attention since what was that? Ninety two. Yeah. But what? <laughs> Is that a new shirt? I, paying attention since ninety two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kelly, yeah, get your illustrating on. <laughs> it has to have a fly girl on it, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, but with those cool knee-high platform boots and a huge. And ass. then I just get really angry because then I just go, "God damn it! Did the did the majority of people who are fat, lazy fucks just make me defend J Lo for a half an hour?" <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so it took you. Almost as long to write those Instagram posts as it does me. (laughs) (laughs) That one happened pretty quickly because it was pretty straightforward. And I didn't even need to read the article. Instead, I read the comments, which were like what I was responding to. Yeah, that's what you. Yeah. I mean, that's where you should go right away anyway to see if the article had any merit and then go back (laughs) up if it does. It's totally important. (laughs) The, The article is probably in the vein that I know it to be. And it doesn't look like anybody who commented read it anyway. So we are just responding to the title and people's assumption based on the title. That's my excuse for not and, reading it. And, and the picture. And the picture, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. it's impossible because I I couldn't do it. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I you, mean... You could never have an ass like that. You give me a month more. Ooh, I, I don't know. <laughs> you got a pretty good ass. Yeah, and you give me a month and uh, some some pole training, and I would give her a run for her money. All I want to say is I'm, we currently have a month. We just need a pole. <laughs> we need a pole, <laughs> and, and we and um, it's probably shut down and quarantined. We could just go across the street. So <laughs> no, they're, I can't they're, they're keeping what we their find in there. They, they're keeping their distance as they always do. do um, so I. I uh, I'm I'm thinking though. So what's the normal measurement? Thirty six, twenty four, thirty six, whatever. In her case, it's like forty six on the ass. <laughs> but it doesn't say anything about twenty seven inch thighs, motherfucker. Yeah. You're gonna have to if you want your ass to look big. <laughs> I got to get my legs smaller. You're gonna have to lose some girth off the thighs. God damn it. Uh, I'm sorry, man. And that I know how hard that is. To it lose. is hard. <laughs> like like size is not. I know. A, yes. I know a glute guy. If you need help, spot reduction is not a thing. <laughs> you watch me for the next month. It's nothing but handed hip thrust or banded hip thrusters. Oh yeah, dynamic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What we what we do? That body is impossible. Mm-mm, I did it. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> yep. Yep. And it only took me thirty days. Well. Plus 30 years. Oh, man. <laughs> Paying attention. Yeah, right. Well, that's not quite since 92, I guess. But yeah. It's close. got a good ring to it. Yeah, it, it but it, we can change the date if we have to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's make something more arbitrary, you know? Like, uh, I don't know. When did the Berlin Wall fall? 89? Yeah. Let's, let's do that. All right. 89 works. Yeah. I don't think I was paying attention to that time. I don't think I was either, actually. Trying to think. I was five. When was I paying attention? When did I, like, when do I consider myself somebody who was paying attention? Probably not until, like, last year. I was going to say, I don't even know if I still am paying attention, but I think I'm headed in that direction. I think I'm paying attention. I think so. I think I I think. I use certain substances to keep myself from paying attention because because <laughs> um, there's nothing good. It's nothing. It doesn't take me anywhere like nice unless super tight inner circle. And then, I mean, I was just like, we had a plumber come by today and 
I met him in the hallway. I'm like, I hope you're a dog person. <laughs> and he said, oh, yeah. And I said, you got a dog? He's like, yep, got a dog. I'm like, all right, come on in. Over or under 50 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I, that part I didn't know. I mean, next time, <laughs> I'll, he'll be back Thursday. But, um, uh, but uh, you know, I was just, like, super proud of my inner circle this morning, you know, because Sparkle was just, like, fucking intruder in the house. Nice. You know, and I was like, Selena, hold her. Oh, you're not <laughs> actually there's not enough of you to hold her <laughs> just slides across the wooden floors exactly um but yeah i think the the the, the paying attention thing and it is it is it, it is if we go back to the j-lo article or whoever whichever example of of the unachievable body that you're actually seeing an image or video of um you know in physical existence in reality um, yet you're denying it. Sounds like Alex Jones, but um, uh, like if the thing is paying, if 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 that is the result of paying attention, it's not in the gym three hours a day. It's not eating fucking kale and dust. It's not you know all of the jokes that we have mm-hmm. previously made in the past about how fitness is fucked and mostly the people are fucked. But um, the, this idea, like, look, I can't. What you're saying when you say that's unachievable. You're saying that you can't possibly pay that amount of attention. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have the intellectual or, you know, resources or the self-discipline to do something. And therefore you claim that it is not possible. You also couldn't become an astronaut, but that is possible. That is achievable. That has been achieved. It has been done. It has been done. In fact... Uh, well, no, that's I can't I can't totally confirm that we landed on the moon, but uh, <laughs> I'm I'm um, gonna wrap I, this into another common theme on this thing, and it, yeah. it like dawned on me that people will think it's unachievable because of what the general idea is in culture, and that's what we've been angry at the entire time. Like it kind of switched. It isn't fitness. It's fundamentally people are fucked, right? They also say the same thing about universal basic income, about restructuring society. It becomes a cultural norm. Say so we can't do that. We can't afford health care. We can't afford whatever. We can't afford to educate all of our youth. You can't afford to go out and breathe in public right now, motherfucker. But so like it, it took two <laughs> weeks and then the government changed and suddenly there's two trillion dollars funded. Actually, we do have the means to fund whatever the fuck we think is important at the time. It's that we don't deem it as important, so we don't pay attention to it, and we just write it off. And that is true on a national and individual level. Exactly. And so the the conversation I was having the other day with Sam, because he was asking, he's like, well, we're talking about universal basic income. And I go, look, I'm not a bit, I was never a big proponent of it. I now see exactly what Andrew Yang was talking about. He was talking about it in a different context, but this is an identical scenario where it literally would have saved us. We would have had no crash because people could have gone home and paid their bare minimum stuff and gone, this is what it's for, guys. This is what you inherited from human civilization. Humans are so ingenious that they allowed their ancestors to thrive. They don't have to work for a living anymore. And he goes, well, well what about my ancestors brother? Ancestors is behind it. yeah. it's, uh, progeny oh, before right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, our descendants, ancest- their descendants, our ancestors allowed descendants yeah. to to thrive with very little energy. That that is the inheritance that you get from 
loads of geniuses and maybe you're not one of them, but it doesn't mean you can't add something to it. And Sam's reply was, my brother is not that person. He smokes weed all day and he plays video games and he isolates himself. He doesn't feel like doing anything. And I go, perfect example of what people are worried about. Oh man, they're just going to fucking, they're not going to do anything. They're just going to take advantage. Yeah, take advantage. Like again, what is being taken, it affects you in the least that somebody wastes their life. And he's already doing it. Exactly. Right, it doesn't change. And this is what I said. Why is he doing it? Because people are pointing a finger to him and be like, you got to work to earn your living. You got to, you haven't inherited shit. You got to deserve it. And so he goes off because the finger is pointing. What happens when the hand opens and it goes, do what you want. You deserve whatever you get. You deserve it already. And what happens is people change their idea of what they're capable of. Instead of like, oh, well, I'm not working hard enough. I'm not doing this. But the whole thing is like when people, when anyone says, you know, you, you have to go to work, you have to, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and walk uphill to school and, you know, whatever. That's because they perceive that that's what they've done themselves and they don't want anybody else to get over, but they never have. But in very rare cases is the person making that comment um, able to demonstrate they've actually done it themselves, which is the same exact thing that people are saying about J-Lo. It's impossible. You can't do yeah. No, people will just wait. No, I just, I don't have time. I don't have this. I don't have the resources. I don't have, we have, there is enough for everybody to live, obviously, because people are fucking living right now. Wait, you don't have enough time? You mean your whole, you, you from zero, you know, birth to death, that's not enough time right. to, to pay attention? <laughs> All of, well, like, then you deserve whatever you get, but I don't want to pay for it. And you, you take your proverbial not- pothead, take take the waste of life that is just playing video games, sucking down the government's money or whatever, and put him in that scenario where our culture shifts and it says, hey, we have an inheritance. Your worth is what you can give to future descendants. It is you you can create nothing. You could just enjoy your life. You could sit on a fucking beach and jerk off to whatever you want or you can create something if you I get like bored, swordfish. or you can paint, or you can make music, or you can play video games. You could make video games. You could smoke weed. You could sell weed. You could do whatever the fuck you want. You could grow weed. You could develop a new strain, something that actually only gets politicians high, and then we could put it in the water supply, and then we could see what happens. I mean, like the opportunity is endless when, I mean, I'm still a back against the wall kind of dude, but I, I see... I, I do see and I actually understand the argument. Well, I, the only thing I notice is when I finally started making enough money to not worry about the monthly bills, Yeah, I got 150% more creative. Like, it alleviated this angst. And I feel that angst come back every once in a while and I go, fuck, I'm not creating anything. Well, like, I'm not adding anything to the fucking world. I know he's gone, he's surpassed these numbers, but I know that was what, a long time ago. That's what Joe Rogan said, too was like he just wanted to make enough money to get to the point where he didn't have to worry about paying bills anymore. Yeah. And then once that happened, it seems like his career's kind of snowballed into whatever it is now. Not yeah. saying that's the only reason, but no. I know he was a big proponent of just like, I don't need to be rich. I just want to not have to worry about paying yeah. bills. And I mean, he's rich. but Because that caught like that, that thinking about the bottom line is desperation. And we know humans don't act correctly under desperation, no matter yeah. where you're at. So if you, ca- if you just... 
you know, try to mitigate desperation in most humans, how is that ever a bad thing? Even if 25% of the world or the nation is just fucking worthless and they do nothing, that would be half as worthless as the fucking nation is now. Who just go to the same old thing and produce nothing to the world. They just worry about the same shit day in and day out. I mean, but that is essentially, um, I, I don't think, I don't. I can't believe that the system was created for that purpose. No, it's become that. It has become yeah, that. Yeah, it's you evolved. Know, you know, the, the 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 more exploitative among us have figured out the way to actually manage that system so that um, so that people do stay indebted. I mean, and mm-hmm. it's part of like you know when I the the, the 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 twitching article. It's part of that. It's just like, hey, man, your debt makes you acquiescent. It makes yeah. you polite. And if you grew up thinking that like, oh, I, I do this and I do this and I do this and I amass this amount of debt, that gives me the, you know, that it gives me the appearance of having my hand on the long end of the lever, mm. but that's not actually true. It's the opposite. Huh. That you are, once that debt is in place, you are coercible. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and you're and, and at times potentially quite desperate. And then bad behavior. Yeah. I'm still depressed. <laughs> well, I'm glad we ended or are coming close to the end the same way we started. We don't do that all that often. <laughs> we have gone absolutely nowhere. All right. So if um, we've talked about uh, the glute bridges, right? <laughs> um, Tempoed and dynamic. Yeah. T- yes, we did say dynamic because a, a dynamic gotta, glute bridge is just like a something to behold when yeah. the right person's doing it for sure. You got to attack um, those different... Uh, fibers yes <laughs> you got to grow both of them if you want that j-lo booty <laughs> so what you're saying is um intense but also long yes okay <laughs> um I, I don't know i was i was invited to have a guest on the podcast recently uh, mm-hmm Is that the one I forwarded to you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Am I the only one that just heard Ice Ice Baby come yeah, on? The yeah, yeah. No. No. Because, you know, Aaron, Aaron can't be left alone with the music selection. <laughs> uh, vanilla. Man. Dude, I can't even renovate houses now. I wonder how, how, that, how that's going. Fuck. <laughs> anyway. Um, I completely got lost. Invited. Anyway, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And now now Gus wants to be on the podcast. Hi, you are on the podcast, Gus. Yes. Speak. Oh, actually, you don't know when to stop, so don't, so don't <laughs> <Yeah>. start. <laughs> um, and and, and it would have been a discussion, about, you know, like about fitness only. Actually, it wouldn't have been because, <laughs> because we can corrupt people once they get in the chair, yeah. you know, and once we get Nick Laz as the podcast bartender. All bets are off. He better get his ass up here soon. Yeah, I think uh, I'm doing the countdown. He said 10 days. Okay. I think we're on like six or seven right now. So they're also worried about where they're at right now because they have out-of-state plates, which I didn't yeah. know was a thing. They, uh, I talked to him yesterday, and he said that, and then we've yeah. been talking about all these other instances. I just, <laughs> but so if you if we say that, you know, down in, Mo, you know, they, they did close Arches and Canyonlands mm-hmm. as far as like national parks being closed because – you know they 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 can't handle 
the um the influx of people trying to you know get out of the big cities or whatever and if you think about it like moab has they th- that it's you think it's a it's a small town right and like and i don't know what the number of you know full-time residents are but it's pretty small mm-hmm. that hospital there has 17 beds they have two fucking ventilators so when you get 90,000 motherfuckers come there on the weekend right like of course they want to circle the wagons and yeah. be like hey you guys we actually you know we love the tourism you know in the sense that it keeps this place alive, but if something goes wrong, we cannot handle it. And you could wipe out, yeah, you know, a lot of people because a lot of people retired there. It's not a you know necessarily a young community. Right, the, the tourists the, are, but the people that live there are definitely not. De- you know, it's a it's a different. not. Yeah, or it's a percentage. Maybe it's the same distribution as as it is everywhere, but uh, uh, you know, age wise. But I, I but. Um, it's it's pretty shocking. I mean, Selena volunteered to not go down, you know, for for a while. Then she closed her clinic, and we've been having discussions about like how to to manage, you know, how long can you stay shut for? You know, how long can you keep your employees? Do they have work to do? Like all of these things that everyone is thinking about. You know, I see on a daily basis as you know because she is a business owner. She has actual employees, and um. And talking about like when to reopen and when's this and I'm and and one of the things that came up last night in our discussion, she was like, it might be April seventh, but maybe April fourteenth, but maybe it'll be June one, you know, blah blah blah. And I said, look, you can't make a decision, and 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 I think a lot of people right now, we cannot make decisions right now because it hasn't gotten to the point where everything is clear. There's a there it's speculation about what might happen, what will happen, what. Um, what are we going to be like on the other side of it? Is there another side of it? You know, whatever. But um, I, I just said, look, you, you can't make that decision now, but in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, when it starts to ramp up, as soon as somebody knows somebody who died or somebody knows somebody who knows somebody who died, the language is going to change. And we don't right now have the language to communicate about these issues because it is completely unknown. I say that in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, we're going to have that language to say that like, yeah, you're, you have a business that's open and I can ask you these questions about what have you done to mitigate my exposure if I come in to see you as a patient, as a consumer of any kind. It's a doctor's office, it's a fucking coffee shop, it's a restaurant, whatever. It's like, what have you done? You're like, I'm going to ask these questions because if I'm going to give you my business, well, I'm going to do it to the person who can actually answer and say, we've done this, this, this. These mm-hmm. are the things that we, you know, th- th- that we do. We've reduced our exposure. I can give you my entire contact list for the last seven days. You know, like all of those things. This is going to become normal. It isn't right now. Therefore, making decisions about a business, about how to conduct your life in the future, um, you don't have control over that. And the, 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 the fact that you think you did once should be rapidly it should be apparent now that that was also an illusion. But I think we're going to end up with a, a different language, different behavioral norms. And the f- deeper we get into this, the easier it'll be to make sort of decisions about stuff because we can actually communicate because we all know somebody who's been affected by it in some, you know, medium to deep way. I had the thought yesterday. Lay it on me that we should do the May symposium. Okay. 
and require people drive. And also... I just threw the horns for those pay, of you not pay attention, watching right? on the YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> and they should also pay attention. And if they become at risk, then they do the responsible thing. We refund their money. They don't make the plans out here. That way there's no airline tickets. We'd have to figure out accommodation. I was just going to say, where are we going to put them? Well, there's plenty of empty hotels. There's a, there's a Holiday Inn Express with some structural damage downtown <laughs> that pro- probably needs some people. I, I've heard the 10th floor is a really good place to be. <laughs> Rocks up there. And I thought about it like, I mean, if people are responsible, why can't you act in a, like, why can't you have a conversation yeah. and a discussion about what you're taking as precautions in order to still continue businesses? Because normal? it's not normal yet. Because as right. we were discussing before we started recording, mm-hmm. is that everybody just wants it to go back to the way it was because they are inflexible, not adaptable, unwilling to change, and certainly unwilling to change involuntarily. Right. How, how many people have to die before they change? <laughs> and we're back to where we started. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but it's just a thought. I, I'm not, it, my thought is that by May... Um, hopefully the peak would be over. If I'm wrong, then it's probably a year. And and then we're into because we've been talking to a couple friends about doing a digital version uh, of the symposium. Yeah, a call in. Oh, which could so when is Zoom going to get fucking overwhelmed? Well, that (laughs) that's actually so they just did a really cool thing. Um. They usually have a 40-minute time cap if you don't have, uh, like, an account. And I don't know. It's, like, $15 a month, or it could be more. I have no idea. Okay. But they just removed that restriction. So now people are free to use Zoom Mm -hmm. for free for as long as they want. So I'm guessing they have the infrastructure to support it if they're doing that already. So I was looking at it, and I was just like, I need the plan, the monthly plan that sends me a transcript. (laughs) Because sometimes... You know, it records and p- pumps out a transcript, and then you can, like, download that, apparently, on oh. in one of their plans. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and and uh, that might be a different platform. I can't remember. But D- uh, Dalila and I have been talking, and we actually did our first video conference thing, which I, you know, ult- I refused hard, hard, hard up until now. Yeah. But I'm fucking adaptable. I'm flexible. I'm looking towards the my, future. My, and I realize I that still meetings... Still can't touch my toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well... You're only going to get one check then. Um, (laughs) But I just realized, like, fuck, all these meetings or all of these conversations that we used to really, really enjoy having face-to-face, god damn. It's going to be... My 90-year-old grandfather was on our Zoom call the other night. No shit. It was pretty cool. What was he drinking? Uh, Water. Okay. Yeah. We made the joke because if he had wine, he'd have to get up and go to the bathroom every five minutes, and it would be annoying. And five minutes for him is ten minutes down the hall, whatever people his age do in the bathroom, and then ten minutes back to the chair, and then trying to figure everything out that where funny. to put his iPad. So it just you just take it with, man. <laughs> yeah, we're going to the bathroom with you right now. <laughs> it's probably what would have happened. It's pretty fun. Joe Holmes posted like a photo of like a screenshot of like a Zoom conversation it was. Him and, and well, Heidi yeah. and Emily and Emily was drinking what appeared to be like a, a nice, you know, porter or potentially a Guinness or something in the photo. And I was just like, well, at least she's got her sense of humor. I want to throw a caveat into that, the world changing thing, because we talked about it before. I'm not necessarily on the same page with you guys. In I don't think it's going to change that much. Okay. And I think that, I, so I don't know 
anything about how this virus works, if it can mutate. I don't know those things. But if a vaccine or some sort of health intervention becomes apparent that works very well, mm -hmm. I don't think anything will fucking change. Because then people will just go, oh, I can just go get the coronavirus shot and I'll be fine. So then that fear of dying disappears and then everything goes back to the way it was. Did Keegan just become more pessimistic than us? We've done well. Uh, we've done, we have done well. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, my son. Roll the rock from in front of the cave, please. <clears throat> um, your dad says it's okay. What you, <laughs> or what whatever, you, I don't know. What, what do you, not what do you be... think when Jesus was in the cave? Like, why didn't dad just fucking kick that shit out of the way? Because there's coronavirus going around. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He was, God's he old, was right? quarantined. That's yeah. what he was in there for. Oh. Yeah, Jesus was the original quarantine. Wow. I, okay, so maybe dad put the rock in front of the fucking cave. That's what I'm cave. thinking. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking that too now. So he's like waiting it. for that virus called humanity to leave, and then Jesus will be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would it not be well, the going to be lonely. <laughs> Jesus is going to be lonely. <laughs> Save J-Lo. So Jesus ain't lonely. <laughs> Jesus low. The, would it not be the saddest thing if things didn't change? I think to some degree it would be sad. Yeah. I, no, I really do. <laughs> the song in the background works perfectly. <laughs> I need your... Is this Eddie Money? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He had a, well, he he passed recently, so we cannot, Did he? Just, just cannot speak. I, I believe so, yeah. I watched him play at the I feel 2002 like a Olympic year two Winter ago, Games. I, I, I do feel like that. Um, Eddie Money. Yeah. Shit. Sad clown. Uh, so. We still so have Regina Spector. <laughs> I got, I just got to do the goggles thing, because. I. Uh, I watched him well, play at the two thousand two. Eddie Money death comes up oh, right away, shit. you know. Ah, esophageal cancer. Ah, Ouch. he played in a full-on boot cast and crutches because he had broken his leg skiing when he was here for the Winter Olympics, and we went and watched him play. Oh, because Eddie Money. Okay, so whenever <laughs> did he crush it? He did. <laughs> whenever someone game face. Um. You know, a celebrity of some kind passes mm -hmm. and they get the Wikipedia entry. Oh, yeah. You always go to that first. Like, I don't care about their early career and where yeah. they came from and who their parents were and how mm -hmm. they were educated. I'm into personal life and death, right? Yeah. In 1980, after drinking vodka, <laughs> money overdosed on a synthetic barbiturate that he mistook for cocaine. Oh, shit. Uh, so that boot, what year was it? No, it wasn't 2002. that 2002. Okay, so he suffered damage to the sciatic nerve on his leg, was unable to walk for months, and had a permanent limp thereafter. Oh. Um, it, it, that's not how he died, obviously. Um, so but, is that a you know, hard life? It, like, I mean, September guy... September 13th, 2019, Keegan. Oh, not shit. that long ago. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, no shit. He was 70. He, um, he was 70. Yeah. Fuck. No shit. So in 2001, the year before you saw him, he yeah. underwent a 12-step program to deal with his drinking and made a promise to his wife and children that he would change. In 2003, he reported that he was clean and sober. And then and then the cancer got him. Um, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve studio albums. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That dude rocked. Not all hits. No. No. 
I love it. How did you mistake the barbiturate for cocaine? Like I don't just <laughs> <laughs> like they to, do two different things, man. To be a fly seriously, on that wall. one sobers you up, the other uh, you circle the drain. I think, <laughs> <laughs> which is what it sounded like he did. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh fuck, poor dude. Um, yeah. See, I just can't. I, and for me, it's it's always it's tough with some of these, you know, pop rock AM radio guys from my youth i just i just can't get eddie money and kim carnes out of the same vision in my head for some reason i, know. I mean one of them had betty davis eyes but uh well i figured we should just dedicate this episode to eddie money i think we should <laughs> except pat benatar is playing in the background right now and all i'm saying is we should wait because my sharona is coming at some point on the sure. playlist yeah, yeah. for sure. See how long the podcast has to go for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a band formed by lawyers. Anyway, no shit. I think so. I think that was their side. Their side hobby. You could probably say that about a couple bands. Could I'm be. Sh- I'm sure that's happened before. Yeah. Something about attorneys figuring out what attorneys do, and then they just kind of like, oh shit, shouldn't have spent like. Yeah. Accumulated that student debt on <laughs> so we're not gonna make a lot of more money playing rock and roll. Especially on a synthesizer. Oh, that's Casio. All yeah. those bands started with. Alright. Well until next time. Fuck lettuce, Keegan. Yep. Are you are you <laughs> forgot I had just, it on. Had st- <laughs> it's the t shirt. I just wish that the ribeye was over your heart. I do too. It's, it's where it should be. It it is it is misplaced, but it'd have to be like flipped, like a mirror image or something. There. And I had spinach today, so this is kind of, you know, whatever. Well, that's hypocritic. Good. Yeah, spinach is the uh, that's lettuce on on steroids. That's true. So, <laughs> for, if it worked for Popeye, it'll work for me. <laughs> be careful with that grip. <laughs> Wash okay. your hands and cover your face. <clears throat> yeah, and. Um, for fuck's sake, stay inside. Or go outside. Um, responsibly? Responsibly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not selfishly. Responsibly. You can drink however the fuck you want inside, but go outside responsibly. What happens to one happens to all. And uh, see you next week. Or hear you, or maybe we'll read some of your comments, or I don't know. <laughs> Feel free. <laughs> <laughs>